Wait, 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 wait. Don't skip ahead just yet. I know you were about to. Chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, then you'll love mine too. If you like podcasts that break down all of your favorite water cooler reality TV shows like The Real Housewives or big budget movies like Wakanda Forever, then this is the podcast for you. Subscribe to my podcast, Reality and Comics 2, and listen to episodes like my interview with Robin Dixon of The Real Housewives of Potomac or my interviews with your favorite bombshells from Love Island, USA. That's Reality and Comics 2. And I'm Kendrick. See you there. You're invited to I Am The Key One, the most chaotic school dance in the podcast universe. Let's spike the punch, grind to Usher, and recap some of the cutest movies that made our millennial minds explode. Hello, I am Chelsea, and I am the cute one. And I am Donnie, and I am the cute one. (laughs) And we're spiraling. I didn't even know how to announce myself. That's how spiraled we are. And if you are... A member of our Patreon, we did go into it, like, as we were actively spiraling. Now we're somewhat on the up and up, kind of. We have ideas. We brought ideas to the table, at least. Whereas before, yeah, the Patreon, we were just, like, in burlap sacks rolling around (laughs) in pig poop. We were getting into the barrel about to plummet off of Niagara Falls as we were recording on Patreon.com slash I am the cute one. Now, Donnie says that we're, like, post- spiral. He is still wearing eye patches (laughs) under his eyes. So I don't know how great we're doing, but this episode is going to be a little bit different. So Donnie, do you want to update the cuties on the situation? Of course. Well, first of all, skincare does not mean you're spiraling. It just means you care about yourself. But... Buleen. (laughs) Buleen. More inventive than soap. So currently, the WGA and SAG-AFTRA are striking, and we are in solidarity, which is why we are not covering movies that they are tied to. So we originally thought the rule was like, we couldn't have Paul Rudd to come on and talk about Clueless. But like, if Paul Rudd wanted to come on and talk about Mean Girls, he could. And... That is how we thought about, like, the actors in SAG. But then it came out that, no, actors can't talk about any movies, whether they're in or not, because it drives the listener to, like, go back and watch those movies, which is now struck work under the strike. There are certain loopholes that are a little bit confusing, but by us continuing to cover movies, we are promoting the movies and therefore driving potential attention to these movies, which is technically crossing the picket line. And that is only a podcaster issue. So you as a non-podcast person that just listens to podcasts for fun and watches movies for fun, you are not encouraged right now to not watch Netflix, not watch Hulu, whatever. SAG is saying, please still do that because it actually shows the studios that actors are important and all of that so continue watching your movies friends however me and chelsea are not allowed to tell you what movies to watch so that leaves us in a position where our whole podcast is talking about movies and scripted tv so while the strike continues we need to figure out our next movie. figure out what the fuck to do (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah and we are really really lucky that we have a super supportive network that has been brainstorming with us and problems 
solving and dealing with our slightly manic and chaotic emails back and forth with them because there are certain loopholes like it says in the strike document manifesto that if you are contractually obligated to put out content, you can continue to do so and you should continue to do so, which I mean, we are part of a network. We do have a contract. We do have to put out episodes weekly. We are also not members of SAG, but we support these creators in their attempts to get fair compensation for their work. So luckily, we have a network who is willing to let us get a little bit creative about what we want to cover because it was really important to us that we stand with the people that are striking. And we would have done that anyway, but also just to be completely visible for you. Is that the word? Transparent is the word I'm looking for. Honest, brave, transparent. To be completely transparent, if you do cross the picket lines and you're not a member of SAG, you can never join in the future. So after I'm on Big Brother and then they have me do an episode of Bold and the Beautiful, I would not be allowed to join SAG if we continued doing this. So we're just standing in solidarity, but also protecting my future as a soap star. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so this episode is obviously going to be a little bit different. We're not covering a movie. We're also not really covering anything because... <laughs> we don't know what to cover. <laughs> because we don't know what the fuck we're doing. And again, if you want like more behind-the-scenes tea and details, you can go to patreon.com slash I am the cute one. We kind of walked through all of our ups and downs the past two weeks as we figured this out. Oh, it's also important to mention that one of the loopholes that luckily we just magically stumbled into was if you had Mm. pre-recorded episodes, you were able to release those episodes. So luckily, Donnie and I, for like the first time in history, (laughs) were ahead of the game and going into the summer had pre-recorded episodes. So It was really fortunate because it bought us time of being able to put out Quinn's episode last week. The premise of this episode is basically like a little boardroom pitch. So we've spent the last week brainstorming what nostalgic chaos we can cover in the meantime. So just consider yourself a fly on the wall of our busy businesswoman boardroom as we figure out what the fuck we should be doing. So we have both prepared three ideas that we are going to pitch to the other person. And we have kept our ideas secret from each other just as like a little added treat. But basically, this is just us in real time for you cuties talking about potential ideas of what to cover on this show. So we'll see how it goes. God bless us all. God bless us, everyone, (laughs) to quote Tiny Tim. Cuties, you know I cannot see a movie without pretending I'm in it, and now it's your turn. Have you ever tried to use the force when no one's looking, or thought about what superheroes would win in a fight? Then you'll want to stop what you're doing, (laughs) unless you're driving, and visit Sideshow.com. Your eyes do not deceive you. They have a life-size, impeccably detailed replica of the child from Star Wars The Mandalorian. Now, I don't mean to brag, but Sideshow did send me the child. I call him Baby Yoda. I have since learned that is not his name, but he is my son now, so I will be continuing to call him as such. And we have been playing dress up, having photo shoots, and just having a grand old time. 
But if that one doesn't speak to you, how about a movie-accurate statue of Christopher Reeve as Superman? They got that too. But just wait until you see the incredibly lifelike figures of Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. We are thrilled to have Sideshow sponsoring our podcast today. They offer a wide selection of premium figures, statues, and fine art from the worlds of Star Wars, DC, Marvel, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, and so much more. These limited edition, handcrafted, officially licensed collectibles bring pop culture's biggest icons to life in your home. And here is the best part. You can get an exclusive $50 off your first order of $200 or more. It's a great opportunity for new customers to dive into the world of high-quality collectibles. Or you can gift it to that super geek in your life. Perhaps that person in your life that you know would cringe when they hear that I've been letting my daughter sleep with my baby Yoda. And again, that I refuse to stop calling it Baby Yoda. Plus, shopping at Sideshow earns you 5% back in Sideshow rewards, meaning for every $100 spent, you get $5 back in rewards that can be used on future purchases. While geeking out is its own reward, your collection goes farther with Sideshow. So, what are you waiting for? Visit Sideshow.com, promo code CUTE1, right now, and get ready to let your geek side show. Oh, that's clever. Sideshow. Like Sideshow.com? I get it. Do you want me to go first or are you, you to go, go first? first? Okay. So idea number one, old school reality TV. And in particular, I mean, cuties, you know where I'm going with this. Pretty wild. What is that? I hate you. (laughs) I've talked about Pretty Wild a thousand times. They walked so the Kardashians could run. Mm. It was Alexis Nyers, her biological sister, Gabby, and their other sister, Tess. And the first day of filming, the cops came to arrest Alexis for her involvement in the bling ring. Uh, And it is chaos. That's the show where she's on the ground crying. I'm calling to tell you I'm deeply disappointed. (laughs) You know how I am with rabbit holes. Like once I'm interested in something, I know all of the things. So I'm just throwing that out there because we can watch it and then I can give a little mini TED talk of all of the behind the scenes drama, which is still going on to this day. And their sisters? Alexis's mom took in Tess. So they grew up like sisters. Mm. There was recently a bling ring documentary where it came out that Tess was involved in the bling ring also, but basically they never like narked on her, but now they are publicly. A few questions. One, (laughs) which one is played by Emma Roberts? No, Emma Watson. Emma Watson and her terrible American accent play (laughs) Alexis. Oh, okay. Second, if this is the avenue we go down, I do draw the line. I'm not watching the documentary. I don't watch documentaries famously. So I hope none of these points on your (laughs) outline are for documentaries. Wait, you don't watch documentaries? No, it's like a textbook. I love documentaries. They're like one of my favorite mediums. It's not one of my ideas. I think I just intrinsically knew your soul and spirit that that was never going to be accepted. Oh, see, I know your soul and spirit and I still put things on my outline that I don't care. I'm going to pitch anyway. But (laughs) yeah, I hate documentaries. And fun fact, in couples counseling, Quinn talked about how his like form of 
connection is like smart stuff, like talking about smart stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what to do about that because I cannot talk about smart stuff. For those watching on the Patreon, Donnie's Zoom name currently <laughs> is Big Dick Perkins. So I think that really just sums it all up. Why is it Big Dick Perkins? You know why? Normally, I just click the link in the email and it takes me right here. But today, it took me to a screen I've never seen before where it let me pick my name and type the password. So I was like, let me type my name. And you just, (laughs) off the top of the dome, decided Big Dick Perkins. That's the right tone for this type of episode. Okay, so how did you prove to Quinn that you were smart? Go on. Sorry, I cut you off, Big Dick. (laughs) Do you prefer Big, Big Dick, Mr. Perkins? What shall I call you? Interchangeable. (laughs) But Dick Perkins is the last name. Big is the first. So it would be Mr. Dick Perkins. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Mr. Dick Perkins, can you please tell me how you showed Quinn you were smart? Yeah, I tried to watch documentaries with him, and that lasted two days I was like I cannot do this even if the topic is something that interests me like I watched one about a high school theater <laughs> camp putting on a show of Footloose or something and I was like no this just ain't for me wow I love documentaries I think that there are far too many now mm. but I did go through a big cult documentary phase when I was pregnant with my first mm. when I was overdue that last week that I was pregnant and just like that blueberry woman <laughs> in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory I watched so many cult documentaries so cuties obviously I will not be covering those with Donnie but if you need any recommendations <laughs> hit me up I'm your gal also I think she was paying attention in the womb that tracks that you watch <laughs> <laughs> She was taking notes. And my last question about this point, and then we can move on to me. How, if we cover reality TV, will we... Do it? Yeah, the reason I'm dragging my feet on this is because I feel like, and this is no offense to anyone with a reality TV podcast, I had one for a year, perhaps you've heard of it and know that, but I feel like so many slash all reality TV show podcasts are just people talking about not necessarily facts but like this person said this and then this yeah, person why would said Kenya that say that why does Teresa hate her sister why does this whatever whereas like our magic is chaos yeah we're not really a recap podcast we kind of just say words and then talk about <laughs> ourselves so i think we would have to keep it in that format the other thing is our good friends tom and kicks hamlet have mm. the dumpster dive podcast by the time this episode's out i've actually just guested on their podcast covering charm school which holy shit and i just there is a level of like i know they didn't invent covering nostalgic old school reality tv but they do it so well and also they've been doing it and so i don't want us to come in and be like and we're doing that too yeah before we move on to your point what are some of your like old school reality tv faves that we could cover if the writer's strike cancel clear was to go into 2024 as some are predicting it might <laughs> wonderful mm-hmm. beautiful as i would say on the Catwoman <laughs> episode the simple life is mm-hmm. the only thing i can think of that would lend itself to this podcast formula because everything else was like American Idol, So You Think You Can Dance, all those kind of things. So the only plot-driven thing I can think of is The Simple Life. But maybe I'm just stupid. And if I think on it, there's... (laughs) I mean, like, old school, real world. I said maybe I'm just stupid. You said, yeah. Wow. (laughs) 
Okay, real world, yes. Real world, 100%. I would love to cover the slap herd around the world. It doesn't age well, but I still watch it on YouTube and giggle when he runs down that street, opens the door, and slaps Irene in the face. Also, <laughs> real world Hawaii and real world New Orleans, like, defined who I was as a child. Which, quick plug, we did have Melissa Beck on the podcast, so we could have her back. Ooh, yeah. Do you know Boy Meets Boy? No, what's that? It was on Bravo before Bravo was, like, anything like it is now. And it was a gay dating show. It was so good. And I'm so mad they'll never do it again because it's problematic. He finds out at the end of the first episode that half of them are straight. And if he picks a straight man, they get money and he gets nothing. That is so <laughs> it's fucked up. so good. And if I was the Bachelor guy, I would just say like, and this again is problematic in 2023, but back then it wasn't. If I was the Bachelor, I would say every one of you has to blow me. And whoever doesn't is going home now. The ultimate game of chicken. Here's my dick. Get on your knees. Oh, my God. We could do the dark underbelly of reality shows. Like that show, Boy Meets Boy, we could do I Want to Marry Harry. Remember (gasps) when they pretended that that man was Uh Prince Harry and all of the dumb American women were like, oh, my God, we're on a dating show with Prince Harry. What was not Joe Millionaire? Because he was kind of hot. He was just poor. What was the one that was like, he's that fat, ugly bartender from Grey's Anatomy. Like Joe Slob or something. Joe Schmo. This was so good, too. See, I did watch shows like this. He is just an actor and wasn't really marrying her. He's just performing, but she really thinks she's marrying him. So then she like goes through with that and introduces her family and stuff. And they're like, he's poor and fat. And they get really mad. And then during the wedding, he's like, oh, by the way, I'm an actor and you're on TV. So good. Wait, what (laughs) did she think she was doing then? Falling in love with him? No, no, no. She thought she was on a reality show that was going to be like The Bachelor. Or like 90 Day Fiance, whatever. Yes, okay. yeah. And then when she got there, it was like a fat, poor guy. Not a fat, poor guy. <laughs> the two worst sins of the early Literally. aughts to be fat and poor and pale. Hey, it's me. So... <laughs> If she went through with the wedding, she got like half a million dollars or whatever. So then that's why she was putting her family through hell marrying this fat poor guy. But really, she was going to get the money anyway because he was an actor. The early aughts reality TV truly had no moral compass whatsoever. (laughs) The Swan. Do you remember The Swan? Where they just gave these people plastic surgery from H to T. Oh my God, we could cover America's Next Top Model or just the Tyra Banks show. Talk about no plot. Yeah, I never really watched America's Next Top Model, so I would do a season of that. Okay. Okay, we have options. So, Donnie, what was your first idea? So, mine, and I want you to stay with me, buckle up until the ride is over. Okay. There are fully SAG-protected, recorded versions of Broadway musicals. Are you fucking high? (laughs) (laughs) No. No, you can't say no. I said buckle up until the ride is over. Okay, I was strapped in on the Tower of Terror that was Glee. So I have been (laughs) buckled up, baby boy, but go ahead, pitch it. Oh, no, Glee Glee is different because Glee is bad. I'm going to take that sound bite and make that a (laughs) ringtone. Glee is bad, dash Donnie Hadfield Smith. Oh, sorry, Big Dick Perkins, (laughs) August 2023. Okay, 
first of all, I hate, uh, I don't like XYZ bitch that still enjoys it. And that is you. So can you change your name to that? I don't like XYZ bitch because <laughs> you always say you don't like musicals. And then you send me clips of your daughter singing it and you watching Mamma Mia three times in one week. Like you are a theater head. I never said I don't like musicals, but I you don't You asked if- me, are you high? No, is what you just said when I said the word Broadway musical. So here's the thing. I don't dislike musicals. Every time I've gone to a play, I've enjoyed myself. Mm-hmm. Also, I cannot control what my daughter is like, and I do think you are poisoning them from afar <laughs> with some of your movie selections. But you liked it too. I do. And that's the thing. I don't think my first Broadway experience should be watching recorded versions and having to take notes on it. I think that my first Broadway experience should be me visiting you, getting drinks before, seeing the magic in person. And then who knows? I could be a converted Broadway bitch. We don't know. But I think it's doing a disservice to you for this to be my first foray into Broadway because then every week it's going to be like, I hate musicals, X, Y, Z, or whatever you said. Okay. The second part is where you lose me because you do not hate musicals. I think I just proved that. However, (laughs) I do agree with the first part that since you never saw a Broadway musical, your first time should be with me with drinks ahead of time. So I will drop this category. However, it breaks my heart to do so. (laughs) Okay. Second ideas. Uh Uh-huh. Music. So this, you could bring in Broadway musicals, whatever, but we could have like a theme every week, like middle school dances, songs you could grind to. Basically, we could come prepared with like a metaphorical burned CD where we talk about like our favorite songs of certain eras or genres. Okay. I don't hate it. (laughs) If I had to vote right now, reality TV wins out of everything we said. I don't hate this idea. However, I think this, to plug another podcast again, Jenna Barclay focuses on different themes every week. Mm. That makes me hesitant. And also, I feel like with Muse, I guess it's just the category though. Where does music come in? (laughs) So we would have a theme every week of like favorite songs you popped your pussy to at the high school dance. Did we do that before on social media? And then forgot about it? We used to do that. We used to do a head to head (laughs) battle. We, our brains are fully broken. We should start bringing that back. Yeah, that was great. Oh my God. We men in black ourselves. All All the the time. time. So that is what I'm saying to this. I'm not giving you a hard no like you did with musicals. Mm -hmm. I think we should do that again on social media and not on the podcast. Because I feel like with music, people like to hear people that know what they're talking about. But I do know what I'm talking about. I know, but uh, oh, so it would be a switcheroo. It would be a switcheroo. Because I don't. My pop culture blind spot is movies, but I know so much about music. And I grew up going to music festivals. Yeah. I can talk about like the time that Phil Lesh bought me lunch at a music festival and I was raving about John Mayer because I didn't recognize him. Or the time that Who's I... Phil Lesh? He's a member of the Grateful Dead. Okay. Okay. Or I can talk <laughs> about like the time that I accidentally drank my ex-boyfriend's pee at a Bonnie Bear concert or wow. my first concert being Backstreet Boys, you know? Have I told you about drinking pee? No. Say it now. Okay. 
<laughs> so at Bonnaroo, the way Bonnaroo works is there's a bunch of stages. You see the schedule and you kind of bop around. So we were like, okay, we're going to park our asses at the Bonnie Bear tent and we're going to stay there all day long through all of the other sets so that when Bonnie Bear comes on, we are in the front. And we did that. But part of the problem with doing that is that you can't leave because people will take your spot. Mm. So my ex-boyfriend peed into a water bottle, which got placed at our feet. And then <sighs> in the middle of the Bonnie Bear concert, I just was really thirsty and took a little swig. And I literally held it in my mouth like this and looked at him as we both realized. And he was like, spit it out. And then I spit it out. And that's the time I drank pee. Huh. So those are the type of stories we can get from the music segment. We could. We're not doing music, okay. but I do like that story. As you know, I work from home, so I cannot go to the bathroom sometimes. So I have a big Nalgene bottle where I drink water out of it, but then sometimes I pee in it also. <laughs> and then I wash it twice before I use it again to drink. But I do think I should have a green one to drink in and a red one to pee in. <laughs> you pee in an algae bottle, wash it, and then drink out of it again, and then pee in it again, and then wash it and drink. Honestly, out of it again. that's not even the most concerning part to me. What? Do you pee while your face is on Zoom below the table? Yeah. So, like, I would just mute and just talk to you like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start needing, for the sake of me and our future guests, there to be a second Zoom camera at all <laughs> at times crotch. while we're recording at your crotch. Because you've also alluded to having to air out your privates when I say something that you don't like. <laughs> like sometimes I want to do a hand check. An old-fashioned, we're on the bus going to a field trip. Hand check, everybody. But that's if you host a podcast with any boy. Boys just touch themselves, non-sexually, just because it's something to do. So, like, yes, not right now. But sometimes when I'm recording, I don't even realize I have my hands down my pants. <laughs> so if you ever see a lot of shoulder work, that means I'm taking them out. I realize my hands are down my pants, and I'm removing them. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Do I need to make that a Patreon exclusive? Should you be telling people that you're pissing in an algae bottle? No, I don't think that's bad. <laughs> okay. I had to ask. <laughs> like what you're hearing? Head to patreon.com slash I am the cute one for more. There you can find uncut, unedited, and unhinged video and audio footage of current episodes. That's patreon.com slash I am the cute one. See you there. All right, my second idea. Someone messaged me that there is a TV loophole where we can cover scripted TV as long as it is like on the BBC or made in Canada or a cartoon. So we could do like old cartoons like Scooby-Doo, Saturday morning cartoons, Flintstones, whatever. Or I know I just said BBC in Canada, but I don't want to watch anything on <laughs> BBC. Like... I don't care if Bethany gets her way and reality stars go on strike and Republicans get their way and all books are burned. I would cancel this podcast completely before I watch Downton Abbey. Uh, okay. Okay. I just got excited that we had the possibility to cover TV, but I'm removing BBC off the table. You know, Mr. Dick Perkins, I don't know if you and I are the people that need to be commenting on Downton Abbey, or as I called it for the first three years it was on, Downtown Abbey. <laughs> but I do think, and again, we're not covering it, don't even come in the DMs suggesting it, but I do think we could 
make it work because like we are chaotic so we would say like and then the old lady cleans the teacup that reminds me of the time i peed in a teacup during a zoom meeting i do want to talk about why cartoons would be good for the podcast but also how close do you live to king's dominion um like drivable (gasps) it would be like a not terrible drive okay we're gonna go there one day okay i went when i was a little kid and i loved it it was like hannah barbera themed so yogi scooby-doo all of those but i just checked because i knew i was going to ask you this question so if it was close i was researching my plan but now they change it to fucking peanuts oh i don't care about (laughs) charlie brown move it football head i don't know that's hey arnold's (laughs) Oh, but we could cover Hey Arnold. Yeah, there's plenty. Like Rugrats, Cat Dog. Rocket Power. I don't know. Woogity, woogity, woogity. You wouldn't. <laughs> okay. It's all about like the skateboarders. No. Woogity, woogity, woogity. There's the shooby. There's the new guy that he wears socks. You haven't said one word this podcast that I like. Uncle Tito <laughs> walked so Joe Gorga could run on social media. He was always giving <laughs> inspirational quotes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. This is all that same show? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Doug. Okay, I do think we're on to something, maybe, with cartoons. Courage the Cowardly Dog, weirdly fucked up. It is. He was dead the whole time, or the old lady was? I can't remember. Me neither. The problem with this would be... Ah, uh, Real Monsters. <laughs> do you want me to give you the floor so you can just name all the cartoons you can think of? <laughs> the Wild Thornberries. <laughs> I'm Nigel Thornberry. <laughs> that was kind of good. It was like the one accent I could do. That and Amanda Bynes from The Amanda Show. <laughs> oh, I can do this. Bingo, bingo! <laughs> was that good? It used to be better before I went through people. That was the best I've heard. Let's scrap LL Cool J <laughs> and start doing that. I'll never scrap LL Cool J. Yeah, so that's an idea on the table. I like it better than music and Broadway, but like we wouldn't do Doug in its entirety. So we would do like an episode of Doug, an episode of Scooby Doo, whatever. And then I feel like that's not getting us anywhere necessarily like with a movie there's a start and an end whereas if we do an episode of Rugrats I would want more yeah so far all of yours have been here's an idea that probably wouldn't work well that's me bringing both sides where you're just trying to sell yours and you don't say why it would be bad so I'm just a better presenter that's probably true, but it's also, that's just my delusions of grandeur speaking, where I'm like, oh, no, here's this brilliant idea with no <laughs> downside whatsoever. Do you want to start a Mary-Kate Nashley podcast with me? Listen, it got us places. Someone also said in my DMs, and this is a TV loophole as well, I don't know the legality of this, but they're like, surely passions cannot be included in the strikes. So oh. <laughs> if it's not, I would love to. I don't know if that monkey nurse was in the union. <laughs> okay, so... We have our ideas so far. My third idea, which I don't know. This might be my big dud. I was thinking books, (gasps) like books from school that were assigned to us. So like, did you ever read The Giver? That book blew my little tiny middle school brain. Is The Giver the one with the tree? No, that's The Giving Tree. (laughs) No, The Giver was the one that took place in like the future. There's no war. There's no problems. And the one little boy is given his task, which is The Giver, which is he is the holder of all of the memories of what Earth used to be. Oh, my God. It was my first foray into like sci-fi and really thinking about things. That sounds painfully boring. (laughs) You had me until you lost me because I said books, too. But I meant like Babysitter's Club and Fear Street and stuff, not (laughs) 
the giver. Does he live in a cave? No. Okay, I thought maybe I read it, but now I... No, like, I didn't. Did he give the little boy an apple? <laughs> By the end, was he just a stump of a tree? <laughs> well, I'm not going to shit on this idea. I never read The Babysitter's Club. My experience has been you doing your funny videos on Instagram. Oh, thank you. I didn't read Babysitter's Club. I read the Little Sisters series, mm. which was a spinoff series about <laughs> Karen, who was a fucking menace to society. Her parents were divorced, and her dad's stepdaughter was one of the people in The Babysitter's Club. So so it was like a weird multiverse where sometimes she would talk about the babysitters oh. people like being over hanging out with her stepsister. But it was all about Karen's life. She was just about the worst human being to ever live. <laughs> There's one book where she gets a bad haircut. And you assume because it's like a tween book that the haircut is like, oh, my bangs are a little crooked. No. She gets like a mullet with a <laughs> spiky top. And it's all about her having to go to like her first day at middle school rocking. Essentially like a Kyle Cook from Summer House wig uh, as her look. That sounds good. I never read any Babysitter's Club. That's why I just talk about the covers. Oh. Um, so that could be cute. Well, that would open us up because that's kind of the same format is we could read a book. There's a start and an end like a movie. Uh-huh. I'm trying to think of other ones that I was like obsessed with. The Animorphs. You've never read Animorphs. I never read Animorphs. All I know is the covers of like people slowly turning into horses. <laughs> we could cover Judy Bloom forever. That's the touch yourself one, right? Yes. About the big... <laughs> dick named ralph <laughs> oh big dick perkins see i knew i knew in my heart circles become circles. <laughs> did you read i forget what it was called but it's like my gym teacher santa <laughs> my math teacher's a lesbian not a lesbian a vampire <laughs> <laughs> spooky a lesbian yes what were those called i have no idea i can see the covers in my head i don't know what i can called. too what should i google like my teacher's a vampire <gasps> the bailey school kids <laughs> that name means nothing to me (laughs) like (laughs) you you said that and you were relieved that you found it it struck a memory with you and you were like oh my god how could i forget that i've never heard it called that in my life this is a little too i think we're aiming at young adult not picture books but miss nelson is missing was iconic that's the original gone girl I don't know if I've ever read that one. Oh, my God. It's a teacher. <laughs> it's truly a Child's children's book. book with photos. Yeah. Um, it's a teacher and her class is so bad that she goes missing where, like, the police are involved and stuff. And then a new substitute comes who has a war and looks like a witch. And she, like tortures them and stuff and is really nasty and then at the end you find out it's the real teacher she just put on a wig and stuff to make them realize how good they have it that is ringing a bell but now I need to get that for my daughters and maybe reenact it (laughs) yeah I think I like this idea the best (laughs) is this a vote is it time for vote should I go one by one or should we just cut to the chase let's go one by one okay all in favor of Old school TV, say I. We get two votes. <laughs> okay. So okay. reality TV is one of my votes. What if we do that for the Patreon? Because that's one thing we haven't mentioned. We had a whole lineup plan for the Patreon oh, yeah. where we were in the middle of Seventh Heaven. We were about to do the OC. That is scripted television. That is also crossing the picket line. What if we did old school reality TV on the Patreon? Okay. Well, you don't know if it won yet. So relax. What if musicals win? Okay. I know we're leaning towards books, obviously, but in the guise of a vote, let's please just continue with the way we said. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, but I'm just <laughs> warning you that if I hear an eye for Broadway, I'm going to pull a Leah Michelle <laughs> and shit in a hat. So all in favor of reality TV, say aye. 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 All in favor of Broadway, Broadway. say aye. <clears throat> Thank you. I want to. Go ahead. <laughs> all in favor of music, say aye. Nay. <laughs> All in favor of cartoons and passions. No. That gets a it from me. Like yeah. the first letter of I. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, maybe that's why we need to focus on books, Donnie. My literacy needs some help. Like Leah Michelle, also. Circles become circles. No, I think that's one to keep on the back burner if some of these articles that are saying the strike could last forever. What? If we get, okay, just let's vote because I, now I have oh, an idea. Jesus. Okay, all right. All in favor of books, say aye. 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 Okay, now I like your idea. Books for the main feed, reality TV for the Patreon. So you knew that that was going to be. I said under the guise <laughs> of a vote. Let's continue this. You can't just say let's vote and then after one idea you say what we're doing. Yeah. We have to still continue with the vote. This vote is the most on-brand thing for both of us because we are in total agreement. There is literally nothing that we should be arguing about and yet we have found a way. Like we would really be shit out of luck if I voted for music and you voted for Broadway but we literally voted for the same things and we found a way to argue about it. (laughs) Okay, now wait. What if we, I don't know how we'll be able to get them. So if anyone has connections, please let us know. What if we had celebrities to read snippets of the books and we got Leah Michelle one week? <laughs> like Leah Michelle reading a passage from Benicula. Wait, what if we had a series of celebrities? So like we get Judy Bloom to read about Ralph and the penis and forever. We get uh-huh. Oprah Winfrey to read about Angus thongs and snogging. And then like episode six, we get Leah Michelle to read something and it's just dead air for 30 seconds. <laughs> I like uh, that idea, though. Yeah, it would be cute. Okay, wait. We do have to talk about cons of books. There are none. Are you a conservative? <laughs> well, we need to look at the banned book <laughs> list, first of all, because I have concerns about too many ideas floating around in these kids' brains. <laughs> what if we cover politics on the podcast? Oh, I think that could be fun. <laughs> the hard part about books is I do think it would just have to be us without a guest, unless we had guests every once in a while that were like very passionate about a book from their childhood because Mm. I think asking a guest to watch a movie to talk about it with us is one thing. I think asking a guest to read an entire book is a big ask. True. And I think we're fine, just the two of us. However, I also think all the books I'm thinking of are short. I read a Goosebumps book recently, and it took me two hours. So, like, if we pick books that length, I think it's fine getting guests. But if we get into The Giver Sounds Long. It's not long. (laughs) But, yeah, I think as long as we're not covering thousand-page books, I feel like books are one of those things that people are very passionate about. Like, if they had a favorite childhood book, they would feel connected to it enough to maybe want to talk about it. True. But here's how we found a loophole in that. We make a list of books we want to cover and then send it out and say, do any of these speak to you? Because I don't want someone coming back with like, you know, 
stupid the stuff. The Catcher in the Rye. Oh, no. I would say no immediately. I think we're on to something <laughs> here. Face on the Milk Carton. Do you know that? Yes. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff I want to cover. Or the one by the same author of I Know What You Did Last Summer, where someone steals the school bus, and the kids are, like, held captive on it. Oh. Iconic. Yeah. Juicy. And then I wonder why I'm afraid of everything, because these are the things I was reading in right. sixth grade. The Changeling. Did you ever read that? About the girl that's like birthed as a baby but remembers all of her previous memories like everybody's reincarnated you're supposed to forget oh. your previous life but she remembered no i don't remember and she was that. like an elf or something I don't but know. i do remember a book where someone was on the titanic <laughs> like, was it james cameron <laughs> the day of 9-11 i think this is a good idea because i do think we keep our format we're not going to be like chapter one Da, 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 da. It's going to be like, right. this happened, this happened, this happened. Let me tell you about the time that I stuck a mango up my ass. Yes, that's good. And then we could still do what aged well and what it, well, we can't do Blockbuster. Yeah, we could do. Like Borders. <gasps> yes. What aged well and what aged like Borders. That's cute. That is my dad cute. used to work at Borders. Oh, man. So we've got stories already. Yeah. We can do the sum up the book in a minute or less if we have a guest, or we can just read the back of the book oh, yeah. at the beginning. We can still do who you related to. Uh-huh. Yeah, this works. This, this is, is the, best. the best. Yeah. So if you want to hear us talk about reality TV, old school stuff, patreon.com slash I am the cute one, all of our bonus episodes, including the ones we've already recorded, it's $5 a month, or there's a deal where you can sign up for the whole year that's like, I don't know. 15% off, I think. Whatever. You yeah. do the math. I'm already going to be reading books. <laughs> Let's start out with forever, since I've said that a hundred times on this podcast, and I can start out moderating. Okay. That can be our first book. And then, then another announcement. You already are getting books and then reality TV on the Patreon. But starting Thursdays very soon, we announced this on Patreon already, but now everyone can hear it. We are going to do Instagram Lives where we talk about current events. So, like, what's happening on reality TV now? What's happening at... I don't know, the Tony Awards, maybe sometimes, not politics, but, you know, like, real things. Like, if we would have started this two weeks ago, I would be talking about Carly Russell in the woods getting her nails painted. Like, that kind of stuff. The orcas. We would have been covering the submarine. Oh, yeah. But our plan is I bring some news stories, Donnie brings some news stories, and we kind of share them with each other. So we will be forcing each other into our interests. So if the Tonys are going on, I will hear about them. I will 100% be talking about this season of The Real Housewives of New York. I am obsessed. Mm, join us. <laughs> Is that everything? I think so. Okay. Well, I guess thanks for listening to us decide what we're going to do. <laughs> this was a productive boardroom meeting. I think so. And it was fun. And I only peed once. <laughs> I did it. I did it. Meeting adjourned. <laughs> so with that, we will be back next week covering forever. Yeah, that works. Signing off, Big Dig Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> we will talk to you later. Love, Love you like, like a sister. sister. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to I Am The Cute One, a nostalgia podcast. If you liked what you heard, be sure to give us a five-star rating and subscribe to our show. You can follow me at Real Donnywood on Instagram and TikTok. And if you want more of my personal brand of chaos, check me out at Ono Chels on Instagram. 
And for uncut, unedited, and unhinged video and audio footage of current episodes of I Am The Cute One, head to patreon.com slash one. And go to IamTheCuteOne.com for the most chaotic merch on the planet. Talk, Talk to, to you later. later. Love you like, like a sister. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.